Joe Burrow looks like himself. And the Bengals won. Funny how those two things go together. Let's break down the Bengals' big road win in week five. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bengals fans and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host Jake Lisko. He's your host James Rapine. We're part of the Locked On podcast network here on Locked On Bengals, where the Cincinnati Bengals have moved to two and three on the season, just where they were in 2022. And we saw some signs of 2022's Cincinnati Bengals in Arizona in Week Five. This episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. You can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets guaranteed at FanDuel.com/slash/LockedOn, where you can get started. And James, let's start with Joe Burrow, obviously. Yeah. For anyone new, yeah. I hope you're subscribed to this show, by the way, on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast. Makes it really easy to, to make us your first listen, being every day. But Burrow looks like himself on yeah. two touchdown passes, extended the play, got into the scramble drill with Jamar Chase, touchdowns. He stepped into the longest air yards throw of his career on yeah. the bomb to Jamar Chase. For another touchdown for Chase, who was great in his own right, right, and another main story of this game. But he he ran, he bought time, he was able to step into throws. His velocity looked better. He mm. looked more confident. He had one bad throw, maybe a couple that weren't great. One bad throw that maybe he wasn't on the same page with Tyler Boyd. But outside of that, looked really good. And I know it's the Cardinals, and they're not a good team, and all these things. But that's the kind of Joe Burrow that we expected this year, or at least the closest to the kind of Joe Burrow we've expected that we finally got to see in week five. Yeah, he was considering the circumstances. Look, Joe Burrow is not 100%. So let's just get that out of the way. He's not. And I, I tried to temper expectations in hopes that he could do what he did on the first drive coming into this game, where he's able to, to slide to his right a bit, give himself a little bit more time. I wasn't expecting a 10-yard run to extend the drive and a ball extension, a little celebration in the Jordans. I wasn't expecting him to step up and make what I think is the best beat ball throw that I've seen since he was drafted. I, he hit Jamar Chase in, in, in not just in stride. Jamar had to turn on the afterburners to make sure he caught the ball. And very rarely is that is that the case. Now, it, it's uh, – it was a really welcome sight to see. And and that wasn't the end the game blow, but it was a huge one because it made it 24-14. And so, look, the Bengals did everything everything we asked offensively, from getting off to a fast start um, to sustaining drives, big plays, get the ball to their playmakers. Jamar Chase was awesome today, which obviously we will get to. But it starts with Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow looked really close to himself, if not himself. You, you know, you look at the, the final numbers and you would take this all day long, 36 of 46 for 317 yards, three touchdowns. The interception, Trent Irwin uh, stumbles on and is tripped, I, I think, in, incidentally, but is tripped. Well, I just, I, I think... Uh, that, that, that might have been illegal contact. 
And maybe, right? Because the arm did extend. I mean, I think it was linebacker. Arm extended, fine. But it's really, really good. And he did it without his second best weapon. Yeah, That's the part of this. Ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about the offense and the defense today, they were without their top corner and their second best wide receiver. And they were able to do this. So I, I do think that that part matters as well. And in uh, the other thing that I really like is that they got out to the lead and I don't like that they gave it up and it was 14 to 10, but I loved how they responded as a team. And I love the way Joe responded and the entire team responded. So this is a really, really big win for the Bengals and the best news ever from this. And the best case scenario was this burrow certainly looks more mobile, avoids a setback, puts up huge numbers, certainly his best game of the year by far. And the Bengals get a win, and yet there's plenty to work on. So they're clearly not satisfied, and, and they know that they're going to have to continue to improve. And Burrow talked about that after the game, that they left yards on the field, that they left points on the field. And and sure, they did. He couldn't connect with Trenton Irwin on the flea flicker. That's a play that they have connected on before. Irwin kind of slowed down before the ball was in the air. I know. I know. It was a little bit weird. If he just keeps running, that's probably six. Not the best play from Trent Irwin, who was overall pretty good in this game. He was good as a punt returner. He was fine. He had 10 targets. He had, what, 60 I yards? He was really is that, good. Is that eight, right? Eight like, receptions for 60 yards. He was great. I thought he was yeah, great. That's, that's yeah. totally fine as your, as your first receiver off the bench replacing T. Higgins. It's not T. Higgins, but it's you, you take that from Trent Irwin in these games. Um, but, but by far the most important thing is the way that Burrow moved, the way he was able to throw the ball. And, and you reference the scrambles, had the 10-yard scramble on a first down. First down, first and 10, takes off. And instead of sliding right after he gets past the, the line of scrimmage, yeah. he, he's able to actually run and, and has a first down, slides. And you, you mentioned the confident point with the ball, first down, ball drop. Next play, another scramble. He gets caught at the line of scrimmage this time, a, a little shoelace ankle tackle. But still... Looks pretty good getting out of the pocket, getting upfield, and, and gains four yards on back-to-back first-down runs. So the mobility change for Burrow, absolutely massive step for him. Yeah. And, and he even referenced this after the game. Two of the touchdown passes we got from him in this game are touchdown passes that you do not get from Joe Burrow in at least three games this season because they all involved him moving in the pocket. Maybe all three of them. They all involved him moving in the pocket or stepping up or, or, or rolling to buy time, getting into the scramble drill with Jamar Chase on two of them. And, and he said those are plays you don't get when your quarterback is immobile. Now, like you said, he, he's not at 100% despite appearances. And, and so that's where you kind of have to pump the brakes, I guess, on, on expectations a little bit. But it certainly looks like a step in the right direction. But you listen to Jamar Chase after the game say, you know, after – Burrow ran. He's looking at T. Higgins on the sideline saying, what the heck was that? Or Zach Taylor saying, yeah, he's doing that on his own. We're, we're yelling in the headset. Burrow can't hear them, obviously, but we're yelling in the headset, throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. And then he hits Jamar Chase for the touchdown. So he's doing some of this stuff on his own. The plan was still to keep him mostly in the pocket. But great sign that what we saw throughout the week where he was pushing it a little bit in practice did translate to the game, and he came out of it okay. Yeah, came out of it okay is is the biggest aspect of this, the biggest element. And whew, just doubt him at your own risk. You know, doubt Jamar at your own risk. And let, let's talk a little bit about Jamar. We can do more of it probably on the other side. But Jamar was amazing. I mean, he was all over the place today. 
19 targets, 15 receptions, a record-setting day for him, the most receptions in a game in Bengals franchise history. Carl Pickens did it in 1998, 13 receptions uh, in an October game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, a couple of more receptions, and he could have had at least two more. I'm thinking about a slant that that Burrow threw behind him and low that Jamar almost got got a hand on, and then uh, a touchdown, would have been a touchdown, on the second drive of the game. And it was just a low throw. Otherwise, Jamar has his second touchdown and the Bengals go up 14-0. So Jamar could have had 17 receptions out of 19 targets. I mean, he was just unbelievable. And, you know, hopping over uh, defensive backs to avoid any kind of hit on the sideline early on. He was bringing the energy, uh, gets gets open, not only on the downfield play, obviously. But the thing I liked is like the the little screens and little Mm -hmm. ways they were finding – to get him the ball and it turn into eight yards and, and it not get blown up right away. Like the design and the scheme and those, I, like I, I think the coaching staff deserves credit because they were certainly finding ways to get Jamar the ball with some space. And if you do that, guess what? The first defender is not tackling him ever. It's probably never happened. Like I, I it's, it's close to never, you never say never, but it's really close. And it certainly didn't happen today against the Cardinals. So Hell of a hell of a game for Jamar. Yeah, we'll continue on the Jamar Chase topic. He, he's joined some rarefied air in addition to the Bengals record books in terms of some of the numbers he put up, put up. We'll talk about some of those historical comparisons that have had similar games in, in some key ways. And the, the record-setting performance, what they did with Jamar Chase, we'll continue that topic coming up next. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is a one-stop shop for all things sports wagering. And with the NFL season in full swing, going into week six now, you got to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose, when you place a $5 bet. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. And all you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season right now. Maybe you missed the first month. That's fine. Get in on the action right now. Again, $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. And whether it's spreads, player props, over-unders, they have it all in one spot. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Let's stay on the topic of Jamar Chase and another Chase, football perspective at FBG Chase on Twitter, I think was the first to point this out. He went and looked for the amount of times in history that a player has caught 15 passes and three touchdowns in the same game. Jamar Chase is the fifth player to ever accomplish this feat. It's been done five times before. The company he joined, Steve Largent, Jerry Rice, Jimmy Smith with the Jacksonville Jaguars against the 2000 Baltimore Ravens defense, of all things. Wow. Wow. And Tyler Lockett. Um, that Jimmy Smith performance, just, just while I'm on the topic, 15 catches for 291 and three touchdowns against the in a loss against the uh, the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. That, Jimmy Smith incredible. was amazing. I, I, never, I did not realize he did that. Like, I knew he was great, but oh, my God. <laughs> Mark Brunel had his number that day, huh? It's uh, quite a game. But regardless, some, some Hall of Fame names – in there for sure for for jamar chase and one of it's not even his best game ever 
but he he caught so many more like we've never seen him catch as many passes in a game before right a couple weeks ago we saw him get close was one catch off the record against the rams but the way they used him in this game getting him involved underneath getting the deep shot they ran an out and up for him again that that joe burrow had to check down but they had a couple shot plays in there they hit one of them so they finally hit one which is great but their, their screen game wasn't explosive by any means, but it was effective. They used it a couple times in, in spots to convert first downs. And yeah, it, it wasn't perfect, but it was really close. Burrow was yeah. sped up a little bit on one in breaker in the first in the first half, tries to throw it behind Jamar Chase, expecting expecting him to sit down. If he if he holds it for you know a hitch, you get him in the next window, probably have a catch there. You, you talked about the out route that he missed in the end zone. There's another ball that was a little bit low and behind him, I think, on another slant slant on the other side. Generally speaking, when those two guys are playing well together, they can carry this team. And it was a team effort for sure. We've talked about Trent Irwin. We will talk about the defense. But those two guys put the team on their shoulders today in a big way. And when you run the offense through Jamar Chase, which you've seen them do twice now, they've won football games this year. Yep. No, that's that should be the plan. And obviously opposing defenses are going to try to take him away. And Joe said that after the game, they're going to have to continue to be creative on how they use him, how they move him around. But keep doing it because I, I don't know if there's a receiver that is as good as Jamar Chase on this planet. I I know people could say this guy or that guy, and I'm not going to get into names. I'm t- when the Bengals say, we know this needs to be a Jamar Chase game, and part of it is Joe Burrow's great, and their rapport is great. But I love that Jamar Chase is leaning in on the Step Brothers references. He said it. He's posted it on social media. I think he wants it to be a thing. And so, why the hell don't you make it a thing? They're Step Brothers, and um, I love that movie. So I just want to see them fight in the front yard in the off season because that <laughs> would be fun. But I, uh, it's 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 wild. It, the, the fact that. I didn't even think about it in that way. You know, 15 receptions and three touchdowns. I wish he would have gotten to the 200-yard mark. That's the only thing missing from that is 15, 15, 200, and three would have been wild, but got close to it. And I think the biggest part of this, we knew Jamar was capable of this. I don't think anyone doubted that, right? The fact that they've, that they're finding the ways now Mm-hmm. To, to get him the ball and, and even the little passes, the little screens work today where you're right, not explosive. I don't need them to be, but they need to be effective, especially with this offense coming into today. There was one, I think it was third and one, and he got eight yards. He made three guys miss and, and, and runs out of bounds before even getting hit, like barely touched because it's just really tough to bring down. And uh, that's, uh, that's what we look for from this offense. Expectations are really high and, Heck, they scored 27 points, but uh, there's still a lot to get to. I almost said 34 points, but that pick six was uh, was certainly a highlight as well. Yeah, we'll get to the defense for sure. I have one last thought on the offense, and, and then we can we can switch over to the other side of the ball where just just to, to tee it up, I think it was a roller coaster on defense. They started strong. They finished strong. In the middle, wasn't so good, and, and there's some things to clean up, so so. It's not perfect, but again, it, it's pretty good. Uh, or at least there are some good things to talk about on the defensive side of the ball. The last note for me on the offense was when I was watching the, I believe, final touchdown drive, it was a nine-minute, nearly nine-minute, eight-minute, 55-second, 15-play, 83-yard drive. That reminded me of 
2022 Bengals offense when they were going right late in the Mm -hmm. season. They're methodical. They're ahead of the chains for almost the entire drive. They had two third downs on that drive. They had a third and three. And that's one where they hit Jamar for for one of those quick hitters for the first down. They had a third and one uh, after the the rest for some reason wouldn't let Joe Burrow quick snap it after the Yosevash catch. Yosevash shout that out. That was really weird. NFL catch. Yeah, I don't think they subbed. And I think that's the second time this season Joe Burrow's gone to try to quick snap after not having a sub and has been told he could not snap the ball. And he was upset about it, rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, but they converted that third and one anyway. But throughout that drive, Staying ahead of the chains, converting first downs on first and second down, even overcoming a holding penalty on on a first down run and very quickly getting a seven-yard play, getting a 14-yard play right away. That methodical brand of offense, and and Burrow hit an incredible window to Jamar Chase on that second down on that slant. It was a tight window Mm -hmm. to convert on a second and 13. That's where I felt like in addition to the movement you could tell that that velocity was there consistently for Joe Burrow in this game, even on the touchdown pass uh, on that drive where he's rolling right and hits Jamar for the touchdown. The velocity is there in a way that we haven't seen from Burrow yet this season. The confidence was there. They were hitting with, with good timing. And so if those things can be consistent and carry forward, that's where the, the big reason for optimism is. Yes, you would like them to be more explosive. Yes, you would like the run game to be more consistent because it wasn't great in this game. It, it no. had too many moments where, where they were getting not enough, even in the pistol, which we saw a little bit more of this week. But if, if Burrow is going to be playing at that level again and is taking that step back toward being himself like he was for the last 15 games of last season, then there's reason to think this team can make another run. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. And that's why they, they had to get today. They had to get it moving in the right direction. And it's exactly what they did. Now you mentioned the run game and they tried. I think they tried to get the run game going a bit today. And it just, it didn't. Obviously on the goal line, that was the, yeah. that was rough. It, 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 the, I mean, one the shotgun one stuff on, on goal to go from the one yard line, it would be great if they could get under center there. Sure. Sure. I And I, and I wonder if that's, that's the difference if it's not, but uh, you know, they'll be analyzing the run game, but I, I think it is a good way to go from, because the Bengals responded. I mentioned that earlier in the podcast, they responded the right way. That was a big, big moment where you get nothing and they responded the right way with Cam Taylor Britt's pick six. Let's discuss the defense, the good and the bad. And uh, it was a lot of good at the end for sure. And at the beginning. So I'll just let you know, it's going to be pretty positive, but there will be some negative as well. So we'll do that coming up next this episode of locked on bengals is brought to you by linkedin who knows that these days every potential new hire feels like a high stakes wager for your small business and when you want to be 100 certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available that's when you turn to linkedin jobs who will help you find the people for your team faster and for free Just post your job. You can use their simple tools like screening questions and make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience that you're looking for so you can figure out who you'd like to interview and hire faster. And tools like that are why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. 
LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today's show is also brought to you by my favorite brewery, Streetside Brewery. Beer is all they make, family owned and operated since 2016 and award-winning beers plenty of them from pastry stouts to coffee blondes brown ales fruited sours and look the Bengals they're back home this week and i know street side wants to see you at their pregame tailgate they have tailgates before every home game drinking food specials games prizes and here's the good news they have 24 beers on tap and i love the variety but let's say you can't make it there this weekend or next Sunday for Bengals Seahawks and, and tailgate there. That's fine because happy hour every single day, Monday through Friday, four to 6 PM every single weekday that is. And I'm telling you, you go to street side, you're going to love it at four zero zero three Eastern Avenue in Columbia, Tusculum near Lunkin airport. You can stop there on your way to Paycor stadium later this week or go there for happy hour. Enjoy some beers. Tell them that we sent you, sent you, right here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. All right, James, let's talk defense. And it was up and down. The, yep. They got burned by a trick play again. They, they let Jalen Davis line up in man coverage in the slot on Hollywood Brown with no help on a third down. James Conner got loose. For a big run. In fact, Arizona, if you just look at the box score, had 22 runs for six and a half yards per carry. And if I had told you that that was going to be the case coming into this game, maybe you wouldn't have been so excited about the Bengals' defense. But yeah. on top of that, they got their hands to, I want to say, six Joshua Dobbs passes, intercepted just two of them. But Trey Hendrickson nearly had a pick six as he sniffed out a screen. DJ Turner undercut a late throw from Josh Dobbs. Ill-advised throw nearly picked that off. Hurt his finger in the process. I don't think he missed more than a snap. He was back out at, back out on the field pretty quick after that. Mm-hmm. Logan Wilson nearly had an interception. I think I'm forgetting one other. He must have had a popcorn or something before. Wilson has like one of the best the best hands on the team, man. <laughs> and that one was right there. Hendrickson, that's a pick six. Yes. I mean. If he just catches it, he's gone. It's right there. He's 20 yards away. He walks in. And uh, so, yeah, they uh, there were splash plays. And, you know, I, I've been thinking about it, obviously, since the game because the defense – I think if you watch both today, you look at the defense, you're like, man, it's st- still the same issues. And I agree, they're working through some things. But they made the splash plays necessary. And, I, and that's the difference. And sometimes those, it's going to be it. And you win the turnover battle by two. You have the pick six, which is more – honestly, you win it by three because if you, if you have a turnover and then it turns into seven points, that, that to me counts as two. I mean, it's just a, it's such a game changer. So, And they sealed the game late by forcing two turnovers in the fourth quarter. I think that was a, a big momentum – not swing because the Bengals had the momentum, but it kind of coffin nails, as Dave Lapham and Dan Horde would say. So – they're, it's kind of like the offense to, to a degree. There's still flaws. There's still concerns and things that they need to improve on. But they did they did enough today, and that's – like you take it if you're Luana Rumo. And, and yet there are a ton of questions that this week 
we're going to ask and be able to discuss and, and dive into deeper because I, I do think that there are plenty of topics about this defense, about this team that we need to talk about. Yeah, tackling will need to be better, period. Huh? They, they need to be more aware of where the ball is. This is a second straight week where a young defensive lineman has lost the ball on a play-action fake and, and chased the Rondell wrong Moore? player. Yeah. And and that's led He's to still running. plays. He's still running. Uh, that's I'm... part of it. But you, you look at the way they started the game. They started yeah. the game strong, both sides of the ball. They get two three-and-outs to start the game. The Bengals score 10 points off those two three-and-outs. And then it's not so good because you give up two-third down, one-third down conversion, two-third down conversions on the next drive, nine plays, 75 yards. And, and then it's like, okay, here we go again, tackling. And, you know, Jalen Davis manned up on Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. And then you get a short field after you have – a penalty on a punt, a 61-yard punt, by the way, for Brad Robbins, showing off some power. Outkicked his coverage a little bit. So, you know, Brad Robbins still a work in progress, but at least he hit another 61-yard punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but then it's five plays, including James Conner for 35 yards. And you're you're kind of kind of kind of getting a little itchy, right? The, the Bengals are now down from 10-0, 14-10. And the offense is going three and out, three and out, turnover on downs on the one-yard line, which was the right decision, by the way. Props to, to making a good decision to go for it there. Sure. That was the correct decision. Uh, you know, would love to see maybe a throw mixed in to those four plays or, or something like go pistol. If you're on the goal line, don't necessarily stay in shotgun for those four runs, but it is what it is because Cam Taylor Brick gets a pick six. And that's why you go for it there because the play selection for Arizona there is limited like a a brotherly shove from the goal line to just try to get some breathing room Mm -hmm. QB sneak on first down and then really really quick game second down and that's where you can get that that little hesitation that Sam Hubbard dropping into the slant window causes it causes the 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 pick and then they get another three and out that gives the Bengals another chance before halftime with a minute and a timeout to go try to get some points doesn't quite work out but the defense stands up for three straight drives into the half and is a big reason they scored a touchdown that the Bengals are able to put 14 straight points on the board going into and coming out of the half is that sets up the, the explosive to Jamar Chase out of the half. They gave up one more touchdown the rest of the way. It was a nice drive for the Cardinals, so you credit them for that. 11 plays, 75 yards in the shanked PAT. But after that, coming off the interception, the Bengals get off the field on a, on a term, turnover on downs. Trey Henderson shows once again that he is a closer, gets a strip sack that all but ices the game at that point, yep. 31 to 20, very little time left. The Bengals in plus field position at that point. They get the, the pick on the fourth down play. On the next drive, they get off the field on downs. On the next drive, and then it's the end of the game. So you got some rocky spots in the middle, a couple of long extended drives for the Cardinals, but a bunch of three and outs in there, getting off the field on fourth down numerous times, getting those takeaways. Trey Hendrickson stepping up a few times, had two and a half sacks. That brings him to six on the year. Could be nine, by the way, if not for penalties erasing some of his other sacks. Some guys yep. stepped up, some guys made plays. So while there are things to work on, there are plenty of glimmers there and, and splash plays. You would hope to see, honestly, against Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I agree. I, they got their fair share of splash plays. The, the other thing that stood out to me, the Bengals winning the time of possession by a lot. Mm. 38 to 10, or, or, or 38-10 the time 10. of possession to, to 21 
50. I mean, yeah. you know, two thirds of the game, you hold the ball. That's great. You, you take that all day long. They ran 79 plays to just 57 for Arizona. They weren't great on third down, you know, for five of 14, they held Arizona to four of 11, but all of the other things line up. I do think the explosives, that's something that, that you look at. And again, Wood Brown, the, the run by Connor and Connor got hurt in this game, kind of changes it a bit. Didn't return, but Connor with the big run and then the Rondell Moore play, like those are big plays and they, they are clearly susceptible to that. So they have to get that cleaned up. So plenty to work on, but they should feel good because today was a big win. The defense contributed, the offense contributed. I think this was the most complimentary game they've been to each other. And yet they still have plenty to work on and, you can build on this, as they say, and it's uh, it's going to be a big one next week at Pecor Stadium as the Bengals try to get to 500 before the bye, Jake. So it's a heck of a win, 34-20. Sign me up. I would have taken it. Coming into today, would you have taken it? I certainly yeah. would have. Yeah, and it wasn't as close even as that really feels, I would say. Like in the last six, seven minutes of the game, it sure. felt pretty over. Um, yep. The, the competition will get tougher. I can say that for sure. Even the Seahawks this week. Coming up next Sunday is going to be tougher than 49ers, Bills, Texans, looking much better than anyone thought the Texans would be this year. And then you're at Baltimore again. So we'll get tougher than the one and three, now one and four Arizona Cardinals. But this is the first time that the Bengals have beaten the Cardinals franchise going back to St. Louis on the road in franchise. In Arizona. It's the first time they've won here. Yep. So that's uh, crazy. A, a couple of firsts, Jamar Chase setting a record and, and the Bengals getting their first win in Arizona and we'll be back tomorrow the intent is to dive into the film talk about what the Bengals did differently this week and what there is to clean up as the schedule gets harder in the very near future until then Bengals fans thanks for listening to this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast who day and have a good one